Welcome to The Sharpest Tools with your host, Vinny and Brian. We're going to talk about gambling. We're going to talk about sports. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about everything, which means we'll probably end up talking about nothing. We're just two best friends that needed a hobby and assumed you guys would want to hear what we had to say. This podcast is unscripted, uncensored, and uninsured. So listen and fade or follow at your own risk. Now to the pod. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Another week on the show. Um, Brian, I'd like to jump right in here and talk about my wife. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. She likes when we talk about her on the show. Um, you know, I'm in school, so yesterday uh, we carpool. She drops me off and then goes to work and then picks me up. It's really cute. Um, I'd like to talk about what a terrible driver she is. It started, we're getting gas on the way home. She parked far enough away that the the gas line didn't reach which is far that, yeah that's bad that's, was it was she that far away from it or pulled up too far or too far back no that far away from it oh god okay so that led a conversation about her maybe not being the best driver which obviously she was defensive about this is all very lighthearted conversation haha ha, no i'm not that bad of a driver we pull out onto the road daylight savings it's dark already we're two minutes down the road um are your lights on babe no no her lights were not on and then maybe two minutes after that she runs a stop sign and goes oh was was that stop sign for me (laughs) yes yes it was is she doing other things no i don't No, no we were just talking just having a conversation (laughs) was that stop sign for me it's like uh i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna drive separate now from now on See, I've, I've driven with some terrible drivers that just happen to be female. I'm not saying that's why. Um, but does she also have the habit of following too close behind people, like on the causeway or interstate, to where she's constantly accelerating and tapping her brakes as opposed to just using the cruise control? Because that makes me furious. I will say this, because I, I'm not sure. The, the causeway is a different animal and I couldn't pinpoint one thing because I'm always so stressed out on the causeway when she's driving. Right. So it's kind of a close my eyes and But does she follow fairly close? Yes. I don't see I don't hmm. It's it's babe, 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 stop okay. Yeah, it's one of those. God. Often. Anyways, welcome to the show. Um <clears throat> dive right in. You know what they have now <laughs> on new cars? They have something called valet mode. Where it tops out at 25 miles an hour. Just plug that in. Yeah, just any time you don't have to ride with her. I don't think her... uh, Sometimes she's not supervised. I don't think her 2008 Ford Fusion probably has valet mode, but... Probably not. We could probably just pull a couple of spark plug wires off. We can figure it out. That's probably only going to go 25. (laughs) Um, All right, so... Welcome to the show, Sharpest Tools, episode 5 or 6. I don't even know where we're at. We've done like 12. How is this five or six? Can't can't keep up. But uh, Oh, that's right. The three or four that didn't get uploaded for various reasons. When is that joke going to not be funny anymore? Um, it's not that it's a joke that's funny. <laughs> it's pointing out the piss poor producing job you did. Okay. Well, like I said, on to the show. Too much negativity L- for like, Friday morning? Like us on Twitter, at uh, Sharpest Tools. Try to help us out. We're trying to get famous. Share, like, tell your friends about it. Well, uh, I don't really want to be famous. We just want to make money. Yeah, I don't like. Really We'd like to get to that point me. where enough people know about us that, well, I'll say this. Look at the people knowing about me. Let's be honest. I would likely be the the face of this. Like, if we had to like talk to people, so you can almost be, oh for sure. You could be famous, collect royalties, and probably walk next to me, and no one know who you were. Perfect. Yeah, because I think there's like one picture of you on our Twitter, uh, like on our background, but you can't really. Well, really the dog's tell. in it, too, so people are probably looking at that. You're right. Definitely not at us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, help us out. We're trying to – well, Brian's trying to fully retire. Uh, I'd like to, you know, not have to work in the restaurant or whatever. Really, just, ever. Just do this. That's probably what you'd like to do. Just talk to my best friend all day, every day. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> no, I don't think that would be fun. <laughs> um, all right, so speaking of Twitter, this, this is the first thing. 
put it on the rundown earlier this week. Had to talk about it. Uh, a story came out about Jamarcus Russell, LSU grad, obviously. Um, I have another story that I'm going to get to about all this, but it came out that um, when he was, you know, in the NFL rookie year, year two, whatever, uh, the coaches thought he wasn't watching tape. And so they started sending him home with blank tapes, and he would come in the next day and be like, oh, yeah, I was wa- that was uh, blitz packages, <laughs> and it was a blank tape. <laughs> and that's just the most incredible thing that what – what did he sign for, $50 million? Yeah, I think it was like 54, 56 million. 54, 56 million, and you can't watch freaking tape. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's not even dumb. Everybody thought he was dumb. That's like, hey, um, if somebody gave me $50 million, I would watch some tape. Even if I didn't know what the tape, even if I didn't know what it was or what I was looking at. Yeah. You'd watch a little tape. Oh, absolutely. With the intention of like, hey, maybe I can sign one more contract. If I watch a little tape, I can sign my, my, my next deal. And, and maybe get another 40, 40, 50 million. I haven't liked him since like 05. So I don't even remember exactly when he played at LSU, but I was working. I still remember I was waiting tables at Copeland's, right? And a girl I went to high school with that I was close friends with also worked there. Good looking girl. She ends up having to wait on him and his boys. It was like two mm-hmm. or three of them, you know, whatever. Well, he asked her to box his food up at the end of the meal. He's standing up. Well, so she's boxing it up. The table's low, so obviously she's having to lean over a bit. And he's standing behind her, all six foot five of him, in his sweatpants, rubbing his junk. Ooh. But like eight inches behind her, she's not aware of it, but rubbing his junk, just staring at her backside, being creepy as all get out. Yeah, that's gross. Just because he's a college quarterback. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, so I didn't like him since then because she was a very nice girl. Um, never met him personally, but we've talked about a uh, friend of the show, Lane Kiffin. Yeah. I, th- I think we've talked brought this up before. Um, I was managing one night, Monday night, quiet night, and uh, him and Coach Ogeron, when they were at USC, were actually in the bar. And uh, nice guys, talking to them, shooting the shit. And uh, I asked them, they were just drinking. I said, uh, <clears throat> you guys want to come eat in the dining room and you know sit down, whatever. And Lane Kiffin flipped to furious. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what did I do? Did I offend you or something? And uh, he, like, so for anybody that hasn't been to Sullivan's, the bar is separate. You kind of have to, like, walk into the dining room, and it, it opens up into this, you know, big, big room. And uh, so he kind of pokes his head into the dining room, and he goes, that's the table right there. We met with Jamarcus Russell, like, fuck him I'm like he was on that Oakland Raiders coaching staff <laughs> that recruited him oh. and drafted him number one overall and oh man and so he tells this story about you know how shitty that was and I think he was offensive coordinator and his dad was head coach or whatever they were both there and uh oh man he was not happy it was funny hearing him get that animated about it years later just because he told lies when they were interviewing him or just he's just still that mad about him being such a bust i think it was that mad about being that and i imagine that lazy i I was gonna say i imagine that had to affect kiffin i don't remember if he quit got fired left or whatever but i had to imagine spending that much money on a number one pick yeah it doesn't make you look good no no but uh but anyways that was fun um i'd like to jump in talk about myself a little bit here now shocker um so you've been challenging me on the show in front of our hundreds of listeners hundreds thousands hundreds um could be that i mean there could be one person playing it to a room of their 15 closest friends that like you need to listen to this are you think there's listen parties for us people getting together on on friday nights going i can't say for sure that there are but we can't say for sure that there's not exactly i like that I like that. So thousands of listeners. Thousands of listeners. You've kind of called me out on my defensive ability. Yeah, because you didn't play defense until I said something. Right. So now you're in my head in a good way. I play defense all the time. I've given myself the last two defensive player of the game awards. Yeah. Steals and shit. Rebounds? What's a rebound? (laughs) No, that's very good. Yeah. Now, I just don't understand how – Starting at age eight, having these... I didn't play basketball. When did you start playing basketball? High school. Okay. Starting at age 15, 16, Mm -hmm. 
these high school coaches who think they're NBA coaches. Correct, yeah. Your dad probably coaching you up at home, mm. playing a little bit of rec ball here and there, um, almost going to college to play basketball. I don't know how nobody ever brought defense up to you. How does that happen? I mean, I played, like, team defense. You know, you play which, in a – Which means you a, just kind of move around and look like you're doing something? I was a system player. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just – I don't understand. I got a charge but in the backcourt. I'm proud of you. Which, which Anna got in slow-mo. She just happened to be doing a slow-mo video. And I, like, made a layup and then started playing defense in the backcourt and got a charge. It was cool. It looks cool on video. Actually, me falling down on the floor in slow-mo is – is very entertaining more than it is cool um you know she could just film it in regular speed and then slow it down right oh i don't i don't know i don't know how that stuff works yeah but there are now several videos of me hitting shots where it i look i look at you know looks like i know what i'm doing oh that's good i'm gonna hang on to those show show them to the kiddos one day i would definitely (laughs) hang on to that yeah my mom bought all all 10 VHSs of my senior year of football. Oh, wow. Like, I wasn't that good, so I don't know what we're going to do with those. Weren't you like a lineman? Yeah. yeah that well, seems boring. I wasn't really a focal point. <laughs> that seems real boring. So even if I watched your tapes, probably wouldn't be able to find you because you were fat and you were like just in the pile. Oh, uh, by then I was down to like 205, 210. Yeah, but what are you now? 175? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. So you're still you're hefty. There is a football video of me somewhere floating around that I think my dad has been trying to get his hands on for 15 years now uh, I thought I'd give freshman year spring practice a shot of course I want to be a quarterback because naturally obviously and uh, my best friend Kip friend of the show was the quarterback the, like actual the, quarterback. the freshman quarterback and looking back the fact that they made us share a locker I think they knew I wasn't going to make it it was like just go hang out with your friend Kip <laughs> and uh yeah yeah they may have had an idea (laughs) and so you know we we'd go through all the practice whatever and then spring game well for two weeks of spring practice you don't hit quarterbacks don't get hit and so spring game comes around uh i fumbled four times on six plays twice on the same play (laughs) god yeah it was great it was it was epic and then my my basketball coach literally met me in the tunnel after the game was like you're not fucking playing football anymore like that's probably for the best that's, Deal. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. But four uh, fumbles in six plays. Yeah, I never gotten hit. So the first fumble, I got chased down. Y'all from didn't behind. do drills where you hit each other. No, not not the quarterbacks. It was spring practice. Even our quarterbacks had to do that. Like we just, yeah, I don't know. I never, I don't know. I have no answers. I remember my first play, a waggle. Is that a thing? Yep. Wag like a bootleg. Mm-hmm. So it was like play action bootleg. I got chased down from behind. Well. I went to brace my fall, so I let go of the football and just naturally <laughs> put my hands down. And then, I mean, it makes sense after the fact, but I never never practiced that. And then I fumbled the snap on one, uh, picked it up, still dropped back, tried to pass, and I got hit from both sides. And when I t- – I can't make this up. This is real life. The ball went straight up in the air. I'm sandwiched between two defenders, and it hits me on the helmet, <laughs> like went up That's in the embarrassing. Air. <laughs> and, you know, I don't think we actually lost the fumble, though. I think my team recovered all of them, which is – is good yeah i mean you could I mean, hang, you can hang your hat on that <laughs> um see i was about to ask you if you ever got hit in football and peed a little bit because that happened to me a few times I but i don't, don't think, think you played enough for that to happen no i don't think i peed i think i would remember that part of the story well it's not like a full pee just like a little bit of pee came out because you know you got hit so hard it happened so fast like I can't even imagine remembering how fast football was to me then. I can't imagine. With 15-year-olds. Yeah. I can't imagine what <laughs> college or the NFL is. It's incredible. Um, all right. So a few things about the show this week. We've been bouncing back and forth, taking some feedback from from some of our fans out there. Too much sports, not enough sports. So I actually had a great conversation with my little brother, the middle one, Joey. And, uh, you know. I try not to like shove this stuff down people's throats where I'm making people listen. Like if they want to listen, listen. So I was happy to hear he, uh, he had caught up and listened to three or four and really loved it and likes the gambling, but brought up a great point, just not real familiar. And I thought maybe today 
and kind of in the next few episodes, um, instead of spending like a whole gambling 101 where we talk about it, people like Tim are going to get bored and just want picks. And uh, so maybe just throughout the show, we can be aware and just kind of maybe point out what we're talking like about. Explain what a plus money money line is and a spread and how and awesome they are every yeah. time. And why you should always take them. Always take them. Um, so we'll we'll start with the very basics. Um, against the spread is a number that Vegas comes up with to basically even the playing field. If this is a funny story, so I was giving Shelby, um, front of the show, throw up girl, throw up in a cup girl. Um, I was giving her and Anna an example of this very example last year. LSU was playing Troy. I said, yeah, so the spread is because Troy would never be able to beat LSU. And so Vegas That's why it's a twenty four <laughs> point spread. So Vegas has to make it fair so that it's a it's a fifty fifty chance either way. And so uh, Shelby's working at Chimes at the time and she's texting me screenshots of the score going, Wait, I thought they're not supposed to be winning. <laughs> it's like, well, that's why you take the money line. All right, so against the spread, for example, last night, um, Pittsburgh against Carolina in the NFL, Steelers were minus three and a half. So if you bet on the Steelers, they have to win by four or more. If you bet on Carolina, they can either lose by three or win, and that side would win. Uh, a money line bet is just strictly who's winning. So uh, if it's a close game between two teams, the odds are likely going to be very similar and close to each other. Uh, in the event of Troy versus LSU, or actually last night, Wake Wake Forest against NC State, I think they were plus seven something, plus 750, and they won outright. Um, okay, now plus 750 means it's paying out seven and a half to one. Yeah, so if you bet – Everything is kind of based off a $100 bet. So if you bet $100 on, on Wake Forest last night, you would have won 750 Now, you don't have to bet 100 You can bet 10 You can bet 50 Whatever your bet is, the kind of standard is just $100 so that you can do the math. Troy was plus 1700 Plus 1700 against LSU. Um, and... And then the over-under, doesn't matter who wins. It's just the total score in the game. So if it's 50, uh, you either bet the under, that they're going to score 49 or less, or the over, 51 or more. And there is a push, which means it hits exactly 50. That can also happen with the spread as well, and everybody gets their money back. So um, I want to segue that, which my brother makes fun of me for saying that I'm going to segue stuff. He's like, you don't have to say segue. You can just segue. It's exactly what I told you last week. Oh, you said that? Yeah. I thought it was him. Your brother probably told you it too because nobody yeah. wants to hear that shit. Well, whatever. This is a We're good segue. We're going to stop saying that until Segway <laughs> fucking sponsors us. Um, so on Twitter, have you seen all this Bills versus Bama? Bama could beat the Buffalo Bills? No. So stupid. People are dumb. I get it. Bama's the best team in the country. They are super talented. The the NFL Buffalo Bills has how many people are on the roster? 50? 50 some odd. 53-man okay. roster. So they have 53 professional players. Alabama has 15? Uh, total on their roster right now, they'll probably send – I mean, you'll, you'll have 25 but, or say 20 over the next three or four years. But, like, right now, NFL? like, next year on rosters. Oh, NFL ready? Uh, probably five, yeah. seven. So You know, like, if they have seven players drafted, that's a good year. Right. And so, I mean, you just – how can you even – anyways, th so Vegas finally gave in, which I fucking love. They said, all right, you know what the line is? Bills minus 28.5, which would be the biggest point spread in NFL history. So, not I even close. The Doesn't even matter which quarterback. There's – there's one X factor, though. Alabama's quarterback is probably better than every quarterback on the Bills roster. Yeah. I mean, their line won't be able to block right. an NFL defense. Well, and that's – I'm really happy you brought that up. Their DBs won't – We didn't even plan really this. cover, but, but you I, know. I was going to bring up a um, friend of the show, Jeff Schwartz. Follow him on Twitter. Um, not a friend of the show, but he's good on Twitter. He's an OL uh, – an offensive lineman, played for several years in the NFL – and uh, he calls some Conference USA games. And he referenced a broadcast last year that, he, and, and he was being dead serious, he could have suited up 
out of shape in retirement and blocked in that Conference USA games just because it's all technique. And these kids, you know, they're, if they're not NFL caliber, then they're just going to get beaten on technique. So you brought up the line, Tua wouldn't have any time, and it's just a stupid argument. No, just I agree. A more interesting argument now that people are doing this shit would be Duke against the Cavs. Now, all those Duke kids are going to be in the NBA next year. Right. I still don't think they have a chance to win, but it's a much more like – it's different. It's different. I can hit shots. I can – you know, it's it's a different thing than having to block no matter how good Tua is if – I don't know. By the end of the season, after Krzyzewski has had them playing together and playing as a team and having good fundamentals for a year – they probably have a decent shot against the Cavs, especially with no Kevin Love, because I, mean, I can't imagine the Cavs are super fundamentally sound or disciplined. Um, I mean, like I said, I think definitely not like a college team. Three or four of those guys are going to be on NBA rosters next year, and you have five guys on the court at a time. So it's you know, um, but anyways, just for the coaching, I think I think they'd have a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. It'd be close. I think they set a line for that, too. Or maybe that was just someone on Twitter dicking around. But it wasn't – I mean, it wasn't crazy. It wasn't 30 points. It was something in the teens, maybe 10, 11, 12, which is pretty standard. I mean, NBA, that's not that – that's that's Warriors, Cavs. <laughs> so, um, all right, so you want to talk a little bit about our weekend? Uh, or I don't know if I want to talk weekend. I don't really remember what happened the weekend, which means it probably wasn't great. I think it was kind of... Uh, it was kind of eh. Eh, yeah. But you know what was good? When I called you on Tuesday and you said, Maction tonight, huh? But I, I don't know what we should do because the over-under dropped 17 points because of the wind. And people always talk about this wind. It's supposed to be... This is not at all how this conversation went. But That's exactly ahead. how it I'll went. I'll let you tell your stories. Anyway, okay... The meat of the story is, <laughs> you said, I don't know what we should do. Over-unders now at 43. It was 57. I said, in a MAC game, if the over-under is ever 43, <laughs> you bet it. You bet over and you bet heavy. And what do we do? We yeah. bet over, we bet heavy. And yeah. that shit hit by, like, third quarter. Yeah, but I agree with you. I was the one that said wind isn't a real thing. That was literally my statement. You were waffling on it. You, I don't. No, no, I you said did, I don't you believe. Did not say that was the play. I said wind is not a real thing. It's stupid. I think I said everybody overreacting this much makes me think we should just go over. Seems too easy. I didn't fight you on the over. No, you didn't fight me on it, but you didn't know. And well, I don't believe. Ever, I don't believe in wind. If there's ever, it's not a thing. Prove it. Prove me wrong. I don't wind. believe in wind. Doesn't exist. Forecasters. Yeah. Like they're I'm, never right ever. So I don't know how we're going to talk about. Oh, it's going to be so windy. Where are we getting this information this from? Is, weather people. This is a good. We're all idiots. It's the only <laughs> job where you can never be right and keep your job because you smile good or because the little old lady at home likes seeing you do the weather every morning. But she's never fucking outside, so it doesn't matter <laughs> what you say. This Sorry. is a, this is a good teaching moment. So when we talk about the line moving, college it'll move a little bit more than the NFL. But if one side of the bet gets bet more vegas shifts the number to encourage people to bet on the other side and so ideally if vegas gets half the bets on either side then they win no matter what so that's their goal so when we say the line moved 17 points that's and that's an incredible amount that that's doesn't substantial. happen yeah and so and it did it in like two hours which means that's how much it was getting bet and you just look at it and you're like, one, it's it's it was Monday when the line moved. How do you know what the wind's going to be like on Tuesday? How do you know what the wind – it's not a thing. You know how many times growing up – So stupid. We were going to get hit by a hurricane. Hmm. Now, this is a 300-mile-wide storm that these professionals, these people that went to school for years <laughs> – Are we using the air quotes there? professionals no no that i was saying the size of the hurricane oh, okay okay are saying is gonna hit us in a day and a half and we don't get hit by a hurricane it's 300 miles wide <laughs> now you're gonna tell me that somebody knows what the wind is gonna be like in one little area 
in a football stadium. Right. And the best is when the weather They're report. They're not putting a whole lot of work into that either. They, not like a hurricane. The NFL, I don't think it's the NFL, but someone puts out an NFL weather report on like Wednesdays because you start getting the like the fantasy uh, alerts like, oh, hey, so-and-so is going to be playing in this weather. It's like, it's Wednesday. And it, they play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. We did we did talk about the one time or two times we bet blindly based on weather and one time it was like snowing blizzard i think it was a cleveland game and we're like bet the under and i turn on the game it's 1201 game starting and it's like sunny they hit like stopped snowing snow cleared and we lost that one but the other one was that bills bills jets where it was like a foot of snow yeah i think so and it was like six three it was like six three it was definitely in buffalo I don't remember who they were playing. No, I'm thinking of LaShawn McCoy's awesome game for the Eagles. And oh, okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, weather, weather's not a thing. No. That's stupid. Um, so, as far as our picks, I think we we went – we did okay. We just picked the wrong games. I think, I think like, overall on the sheet on Saturday was, like, 7-2, 7-3. But I think we actually went 4-3, Yeah. Yes, it was decent. Nothing to write home about. Um Second week in a row, we hit our max Sunday night bet, though, so that's good. Pats. What was the Sunday night game? Pats. We didn't even think about it. We just took it. Oh, yeah, it. We, talked about, we talked about that shit was, on Monday. Yeah, the line came out. the line. They, the line came out, and I think I texted you right away. I said, look, Pats struggled against the Bills. Not even struggled. I didn't watch the game. It's just the score. The score right. was not indicative of a Bills-Pats game. And Green Bay, you know. Came all the way down, close to beating. Uh, you know, if Gurley doesn't take a knee there, if he doesn't get that first down, they likely get the ball back, maybe win the game. And <clears throat> so the line came out at like three and a half. Is that what we got it at? Well, I think we got it at four and a half. Four and a half. And uh, man, just I think earlier the look ahead line was like 10. And so we didn't think twice. We maxed that. And. Uh, Ended up hitting it. Was a little nerve wracking in the third quarter. I don't watch those when we have big bets. I just don't watch the game because that's stressful. So, yeah, we were we were having dinner or something, um, hanging out at the house, and you know I don't like to sit in front of the TV and just watch football. I usually just have it on on my laptop or in the background, and uh, it was one of those things where like I'm okay. I'm okay to yell at the TV. Like they don't really mind fantasy football, big bet. This one I kind of was just like, eh. So I was like stress internally stressing about this max bet, and then Aaron Jones fumbled, and fourth quarter was fine, so it was good. But uh, the NFL this week, I think we talked about this, went teams that were f- getting the majority of the bets went 11 and 0 on Sunday. It was the worst, one of the worst Sundays in uh, sports book. Right, but history. they lost 10 million this Sunday. Well, in September they made 50 million. Which means an average Sunday they're making twelve million. Yeah, well, one one of the so that one Sunday loss isn't going to kill them. One of the uh, guys I follow on Twitter, one of the bookmakers, um, he tweeted out and said, "Look, all this means is that people think they can win now, and we'll probably have one of our biggest weekends ever next weekend." Oh and yeah, th- bet the dogs this weekend. I was going to say this is something to, to definitely look at, guys. Tim, we're talking to you. Um, take a look at these dogs, these big favorites, Patriots, um, the the teams, and even in college football too, because all four or five top football teams won um, and covered big. So everybody's getting a little bit of an inflated line. Books took a little bit of a hit. So definitely look at big dogs, especially if they're at home this weekend, and uh, see if you can make a little bit of cash on that. Um, definitely bet the money line. Definitely bet Always. the money. So, Brian and I have changed our rule. If Brian likes a money line dog, so again, a team that's not supposed to win, that you're getting plus money. If I bet $100, I'm winning 200 for them to win the game outright. Um, so, we have a new rule. We just take the spread. Take the points. So, if we're getting 10. And I've st- been close on all those. Very so. close. They've all covered. They've all covered. Yeah, they've all covered the spread. Um, just... So, anyways, um, action. We talked about that. Uh, should we go on the road next year? Do a do like an on-site Maction game? That'd be fun. Oh, for Maction, that would. Is like, there any close to us? I don't think so. 
What does MAC stand for? Mid-Atlantic Conference? I believe so. I don't know. It's just MACTION. Are we close? To, where's the Mid-Atlantic? <laughs> It'll be like probably the Virginia area. Virginia. Which is probably nice this time of year. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. yeah. I could do that. Virginia or North Carolina. We could do that. I don't yeah. know if there's any MAC teams in either of those states. I but don't. those sound like nice places to visit. You know, maybe on the coast. Okay, maybe not because I'm thinking who played. Buffalo. Uh, Northern Illinois, Buffalo. Northern Illinois, that's Chicago. It's nice. Uh, Buffalo, it's Toledo. Not near the Atlantic. Toledo. Um, it's Ohio. That's Ohio. So Mi- Midwest. Miami of Ohio. So we're going to the Midwest. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's our road trip. Hmm, interesting. All those places sound. Can't wait to drive than, past. <laughs> less than ideal. 5,000 miles of cornfields and wheat fields. It sounds great. And like steel towns, right? Isn't yeah. that a thing? Mine, coal miners? Yeah. Hmm. Like if we were scouting offensive linemen, it would be a good place to visit. Yeah. Because that seems to be, you know, like where they come from. But yeah, we'd have to go to like, like a Buffalo, Miami of Ohio. I want like a 67-62 game. Okay. Can we need to see if they play on any neutral sites that are in cool in Louisiana? <laughs> no, just places that wouldn't suck as much to go to. Yeah, because just none of those locales seem. And, nor- and I don't do cold weather, dude. And Northern Illinois um, has defense. They play defense, so that's stupid. No, we're not watching that. That's yeah. retarded. Um, Brian doesn't like the cold. Brian wears two pairs of socks when it's 50 degrees outside. Dude, you know what I started looking at last week? Because we had that little cold snap where it got in the 60s. (laughs) Insulated duck boots. (laughs) Just for life, not for... Oh, yeah, to wear daily. Yeah. Because they're waterproof and they're insulated and nice and warm. Because my feet get cold. So, okay, take me back. This uh, We talked about my birthdays last week. We're going back a couple birthdays ago. I say that. Ten. Eight. Something like that. It was. It wasn't my birthday party. It was my. It was the night before my birthday. I was working. I got off at like two in the morning, and I showed up to the party. I was like the drunkest person because I've been drinking at work the whole time, ringside. But do you remember that somebody was like changed? You had a girl that was like changing your socks because you had two pairs. Do you remember this? We were at a party, and that's when I learned that you wear two pairs of socks. You had and you had a girl literally changing your socks because I, I don't think, remember. Yeah. Awful. And I don't think that's happened many times in my life to where it's like I'm getting it mixed up. I just don't remember. Yeah, I believe it happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember. You're Sounds s- nice. You're sitting on a chair and I th- maybe your socks got wet and she was changing. I'm not sure why she was changing them for you, but I just Who remember. Who was the girl? I don't remember. Oh. I don't remember. Because that would have been a good clue. Yeah. But no, nothing. Um, speaking of this, so pre-Anna... Uh, we had a conversation earlier this week about my birthdays, and it might have been somewhat on air last week. I don't remember. But, you know, I think you asked me. Yeah, off- I think I said three for three when we were talking about your birthday. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what it did. Which I got a few questions about. But off air, you asked me if there was anything Anna didn't know about. And I was like, I don't think so. Like, not that I intentionally, like, didn't With tell hell, her. But right. I'm sure there's stuff. Just didn't come up. Right. And so uh, we were talking about this last night. And of course, insert foot in the fucking mouth. Um, so what? What have you never told me? I'm like, I, I don't have anything, babe. I don't I don't have any. I've really thought about it, and there isn't anything. But there is some pre-Anna stuff like this conversation that I'm I'm sure we don't remember. Right. Or like, really, it's probably in our best interest to not know all the, you know, boring minutia details <laughs> of it. Well, I told her that uh, the universe was preparing me for for marriage and to settle down because the last year not even girl just in general we had a, that was a good run of life from like the, the year and a half leading up to i met anna and then it's been just even better ever since you're an angel <laughs> uh, anyways so back to sports think she's gonna listen to this one yeah i'm sure Okay. I just wanted to throw the three for three out there again just to make sure that it was stuck in her head and she would ask about it again. Shoot or shoot, man. Shoot or shoot. That's right. (laughs) Uh, I play defense. All right. So coming up this week, uh, we don't really have much picks. Wait, we're tweeting plays out? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. It was kind of a question mark, isn't it? Because I see it on this sheet here. No, there's no question mark. Oh, no it just says mark. NCAA Moneyline Parlay Weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Will tweet plays out, which so, I'm all about. Moneyline Parlay. Yeah. Now, so, Parlay is when you're betting 
two or more games, typically against the spread, but it doesn't have to be. You can also bet money line. Yeah, you're combining. And it, and it multiplies your odds. Yeah. So, like, you might bet five games, and it'll pay out 50 to 1. If yep. you have some dogs in there. Yep. And uh, so it's harder, obviously, to hit two or three or four or five. You have to hit all of them to win. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know. Do you want to tweet out plays, leans? We suck. Why do we want to do that? Okay. So as soon as we do that, we're gonna lose. Yeah, you're right. Significant amounts of money. You're right. So and I'll, followers. We'll, we'll give you some advice for the weekend. If we don't do that, then we at least typically break even, if not make money. So no. We'll uh, we'll give you some advice. Um, read a stat <clears throat> over the weekend, which we know and we just forget because we get so involved in trying to pick these right sides and blah 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 whatever. At the end of the day, NFL okay against the spread favorites. That win. So teams that are favorites to win the game, when they win, they cover the spread 85% of the time. But I thought just the winner of the game covers the spread 85% of the time. Well, I have like two, the spread doesn't matter. I have two stats for you. Oh, God. When the favorite... You're boring even me. When the favorite wins, they cover 85% of the time. When the underdog wins... Or when the underdog covers, they win 82% of the time. Outright. So basically, just go through your Sunday games and pick who you think is going to win, and then bet that, and yep. you're going to be right. Yep, eighty, 80 something some percent, percent of time. Of time. <laughs> um, yeah, he was talking about the the parlay this weekend. Um, I don't want to go through the list, but there's a fair amount of kind of big big teams shouldn't have any problems. There's no real like glaring upsets on the calendar, um, but a lot of big point spreads. So you know who I like this week. Who do you like? Vandy. Who are they playing? Missouri. Getting oh, okay. 17. Okay. Which, like, Vandy has no offense, but still. Yeah, I think that was one of my, one of my money lines. Oh, nice. Um, I like that. Because Missouri's quarterback is not as impressive as everyone says he is. Yeah. He's supposed to, like, I don't know, go to the NFL and do well, but he's, he's eh. I like, I like Georgia. I do. I think Auburn just is not going to be able to score. Um, I really like A&M. I think – I was telling um, – I think I was talking to Kip. <clears throat> he was asking some advice for his weekly pick or whatever. And uh, and I told him, A&M, the best thing that could have happened for gamblers was Auburn coming back, showing some life, and beating A&M last week because I think A&M's undervalued against Ole Miss, who sucks. And it's only two touchdowns. No, it's not even. I think it's 11. I 12. love Ole Miss being very bad. Yeah. It makes me so happy. So bad. They're still <laughs> – did we play them yet? Yeah. Beat them. Oh, it's Arkansas. It's probably going to beat us, huh? No, see, that's Arkansas what Kip... Arkansas probably beats us every year. No, Kip, Kip texted me about that and asked if we were going to have a hangover because he was trying to play us in the pick em. But the last two years, Coach O, after Bama, has won 38-10 and 38-13 or something. So oh, yeah. It take was care a similar of kind of game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's... take. Speaking of that LSU game, you watched it, right? Mm-hmm. The Bama game, it was... Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you remember in the first quarter when it looked like Tua had hurt his throwing arm? Mm-hmm. I could almost hear every butthole in half the state of Alabama <laughs> pucker up at the same time. I think it was ended up being just a nut shot, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But it did look like he was holding his arm. Oh, I could feel their fear. You know, that's a frustrating game for an LSU fan because for so long... Back, going back to the Les Miles days, um, there was always magic. There was always a play. Even if we didn't win the game, it was always like something is going to happen that's going to turn this and give us hope. And, man, this was this and the national championship against Bama were the only two games where it was like there's no nothing is going to happen. Oh, they and it was this. so hard. And then we kick a field goal down fucking 22 and miss it. Just awful. Awful. I don't know. I enjoyed watching the first half. Up until the last score of the first half? That's when you knew we were in trouble. Because it was what? Right. It was 9 nothing. Yeah. Going we, in half 9 nothing. You got it. I felt okay. You got to get a first down after that interception. But I still knew it was going to be it back. a traditional Alabama-LSU game where LSU kind of hangs and looks like they may have a shot in the first half. And then Bama's depth and superior coaching and athletes take over and make LSU look like they suck. Uh, 
Alabama. It happens every year. Alabama now nine and zero against the spread in the first half. <laughs> nine and zero. Vegas is trying to get you to not bet on them, and they still keep covering the first half. It's yeah, ridiculous. They, the game spread was fourteen points. The half spread was ten and a half points. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so bet Bama first half. Yeah, still roll with it. <laughs> Somebody said I had a great, uh, great piece of advice. You bet that kind of shit until you lose. And then you, and then that's it, right? But why not keep betting it? Just keep the train going, keep making money. I think we've taken it two or not nine times. I know that much. Not nine, but a couple weeks Idiots. in a row. Um, and then we have a, we have a. Um, okay, well before we get into that, I like that we're giving people kind of advice, not specific picks. So you got your big money line parlays. Take three or four. Pick your favorites. Lock it in. You have your uh, pick the game based off the winner, not the spread. And then we have uh, second half on – what What are you pointing at? Um, that's what I'm pointing at, the second half under when NFL games are high scoring in the first half. Right, that's what I was getting to. We're getting to not doing that? Why? Because last night it wouldn't have covered. Right, I was going to get to that. It wouldn't have covered because of a fumble at the goal so line. So it still wouldn't have covered. Did it not cover? No. How many How many did it score? 28. It was yeah. what, 27? Yep. Oh yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I so stopped. I stopped watching. The second half went over. Geez. I think I tweeted that that it was a lock. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Well, like I said, don't tell us. Um. Oh, whoops. Well, historically, <laughs> we, historically. we we've had success Great. in the past. Uh, I think on. It was a good no answer for on my text <laughs> to you. For the Saints game last week, they scored what fifty something in the first half. And we got the the second half total at 31 win under. Yeah, so what it does is if the first half, if they score a whole boatload of points in the first half, it will inflate the second half line. They want to get people to bet the over. Like, oh, they scored 45 in the first half and the total's only 26. That's a no-brainer. And Vegas is smart, obviously. Right. So, um, but the deal is if you can get good value, pay attention to your key numbers um, 28 is a key one. <laughs> it turns out. Um, but, uh, you know, Vegas only has minutes to respond, to react, especially on a like an NFL Sunday where they're putting up halftime lines for eight, nine games at a time. Uh, you can find some value there. And uh, so – and it goes the other way a little bit too, not quite as much. But if it's a just dog shit first half where they score 13 points and they throw the total out of 20, 21 – there's some value there too because um, you're looking at three touchdowns which you can almost do accidentally um, but anyway so now now we got to dive into some serious stuff we have Uncle Tony back with a pick took a week off last week um, prior to that I think we were it was like 0-2 and 1-3 and 1-2 1-2 which so, I still think was on purpose. He's trying to show that he's human. I, I believe it. He no, actually not. he doesn't want too much attention on himself. Yeah. So he actually texted me. Um, was it last week? I know he didn't. He might have sent me a pic last week. He did. Yeah. He did, and it was after the show, and I didn't. I didn't yeah, it was two weeks of one and two. I wasn't even gonna go there. So last week he texted me army under forty something, and then like five minutes later it was like. My bad. Army over. And the game went under by, like, 30 points. <laughs> so, I, maybe it is just are – we, are we fading T this week? Or is this the week? No, this week, I think – He texted me early in the week. He's got pride, too. He texted me early in the he's week. He's got pride, too, Vinny. Now, the only problem is it says Packers minus 9.5 over Dolphins. Don't take that shit at minus 10. No. No, you got to get the right number. Buy it down. Typically, I don't say buy the points because there's a bunch of studies that show it's not worth it. But on a key number, NFL. No, just yeah. with Tony's picks. With Tony's picks, yeah, he's get get the exact number. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we lost one and pushed one early in the year. Yeah, on a half point. On a half point. Um, all right, so call your bookies, Tim. Uh, good luck. Packers minus nine and a half. Lock it in. Tease it. Parlay it. You know. Take care. Take care of business. Um, all right. Or just bet your whole mortgage on Packers money line, Tim. 
Uh, all right, we're at we're at forty five. Forty five minutes. Yeah, that's good. I'm exhausted. We have Dear Brian. Do you want to put yeah. a, put a pin in it? Yeah, let's rock it. Okay. Well, quick question for me, just real quick summary. Uh, close this out with Anna. What's the appropriate amount of time for someone to call you back? Your wife, significant other, um, like for something. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you what happened. Like while she's at work, she called. I called her whatever what day of the week tuesday okay okay came home dinner slept in the same bed watched the movie woke up went to work she calls me wednesday hey sorry i I didn't get a chance to call you back yesterday (laughs) what wait we like we had been together she but she was at home for the dinner and going to bed and all that yes but but called me back and was like hey i know sorry we were playing phone tag yesterday what's up do y'all have some sort of rules (laughs) where you talk about certain things on the telephone and certain things in person no 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 anyways then she shit the bed on that one (laughs) uh next tim question for you dear brian so he would like to slide into your evening p.m phone conversation slot since why don't you worry about being creepy and sliding into people's dms okay (laughs) and just stay out of my personal life what is next who's sliding into people's dms i'm telling tim to be creepy and sliding into people's dms and oh. not worry about trying to take over my nightly call okay well all right, there's a wholesome thing i have in my life <laughs> uh all right so the real question which is what the real the real reason my brother called me the other day uh he's been dating this girl year and a half ish super sweet actually from mandeville go you know get out there she and they, he lives in florida yeah they met they met in orlando uh they both work for disney and uh, she just happened to be from, from Mandeville. He calls me one day. Do you know where Mandeville is? I do. I do. It's close. Is um, there a chance that she knew you somehow or knew of you no. here? No. And had a thing for you. No. Stop Realized it. you were married. You're so stupid. So hunted your brother down. You're so stupid. No. Anyways, I don't worry about that if I was Joey. Real, just do your due diligence, Joey. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> real talk. Brian, Brian's jaded. Um, super sweet girl. So her cat passed away not long ago. And so they just moved in together uh, after the cat passed away. They moved in together this month, and they're discussing getting a cat together. And he wanted to know, should how does that work? They're at that weird place where it's like, you know, I personally think they're going to end up getting married. They're great, but it's still only been a year and a half, so they kind of have to get there first. So they're still in this like dating mode. Right. Um, cat's a commitment. He's not, we've never had an animal growing up, so he's never like been responsible. Cats are pretty fucking easy. Um, and so I told him obviously just you know follow your gut, but why don't we bring it to the show? Since Brian, this is what he does. He changes lives. Okay, so gonna be a two part answer first part is cats just kind of do their own thing like you don't really establish a bond with a cat joey because they're kind of just mean stupid little balls of teeth and I mean, fur i disagree my cats yeah, and i have, you're a, a cat person, have a which strong is bond. weird cat people are weird but you know what we're not even going to get into not that a cat person we're not going to get into that I just but you're not going to have a real strong bond with it so if it doesn't work out give the cat to the girl you're not even going to miss it much because you're not going to have to smell cat anymore you're not going to have to change litter boxes do any of that you will not have established a connection with it because it's a cat so why not get one but i have a better idea this is the second part of my answer okay if reddit has taught me anything it's that cats love cardboard boxes you can buy every freaking cat toy in the world and it has taught when, me anything. When it arrives, <laughs> you take said cat toys out of the box to give them to the cat. The cat's just going to get in the box and play in there. This is true. We let them. We give them a one, 24 hours with a box before we throw it away. Right. Yeah. So, get yourself a very nice box. Put it on your doorstep. Leave it out there for one week. If a cat materializes in that box, it was meant to be. If no cat shows up in that box in a week, which for a box to go a week without a cat showing up in it is a long time, y'all weren't supposed to have a cat. Well, you're just letting the world decide, man. I did get a text that she went to the adoption place to go look and she found one she wanted, but it had a sibling and she didn't want to separate them. (laughs) 
so he may already have two cats because this was like three days ago um but even so the box system would work for that just uh, more of a the- theoretical if it's meant to be a cat will be in the box i mean if she's supposed to have that cat or those cats right they will escape and get in the box oh i see what you're saying okay i i have a bond with my cats though don't get me started about that because there's one of them where i'll i'll make like a kissy face like and she'll come up and give me a kiss it's real cute that's ray i have four cats (laughs) (laughs) anyway exactly you have four cats we'll cut that part out we'll cut this no we're not cutting that part out (laughs) as producer producer yeah producer so at you're how old now 32 32 32 you have four cats when did you get your first cat um two years ago two years ago okay we in we inherited two i didn't want cats i said no for four years and then we got four well we had two so your cat population is doubling every two years yes so we'll have eight you're gonna be so (laughs) gross by the time you're the old weird cat dude so two we had two of them one of them had five kittens so there was a period where we had seven cats in my house and that was a lot right that is a burlap sack job right there (laughs) (laughs) oh man anyways couldn't do that to a puppy but cats eh. all right so that's your that's your dear brian um you're welcome joey do you want to play us out with the music can you not have it queued up i don't understand we do this every week bitch there you go It already was.